This is Hardy Midday, Hardy County's daily radio news program. For the next 10 minutes, we will bring you the latest in local news and events, sports, weather, agriculture, and much more. If you have an upcoming event in Hardy County, feel free to send it to hardymidday at gmail.com. Please remember to include any necessary information about your event in your message. Hardy Midday is brought to you by First National Bank of Wachula, 406 North 6th Avenue in Wachula, and online at fnbwachula.com. Hardy Midday starts now. Good afternoon, Glenn here. Today is Thursday, September 7th, and welcome back to Hardy Midday here on Rural Country 102.1 The Outlaw, brought to you by Hardy County's hometown bank since 1960, First National Bank of Wachula at 406 North 6th Avenue right here in Wachula. Starting off with your local news, we have some active warrants to share today, so be on the lookout. Rena Cervantes has a Hardy County felony warrant for battery with a prior conviction. If you know of his whereabouts or have any help information, call 863-773-4144 or to remain anonymous, call 1-800-226-TIPS. That's 1-800-226-8477. And out of DeSoto County, Nicholas Torres has an active warrant for grand theft and burglary of a conveyance. If you may know of his whereabouts, please call 863-993-4700 or 1-800-780-TIPS. Remember, it is a crime to conceal the location of a wanted individual from law enforcement. A months-long investigation of a fentanyl dealer led to a Highlands County search warrant and the arrest of eight people at an Avon Park home on Tuesday. Wrapping up an operation that included surveillance and undercover purchases, members of the Crime Suppression Unit and SWAT team of the Highlands County Sheriff's Office served a search warrant at 251 North Lone Bay Boulevard in the western end of the Avon Park Lake subdivision. Inside the mobile home, deputies found multiple indicators of drug sales being conducted such as several phones, small plastic baggies, and a digital scale, as well as a large amount of illegal narcotics. 29 grams of fentanyl, 8.5 grams of oxycodone, and 155 grams of marijuana, also including several grams of other prescription pills, two firearms, one of them being a stolen shotgun, and an electric scooter that had been reported stolen in California. And in Polk County, Trey and Elise Seymour, a married couple and guardians of multiple children in their care, are facing serious allegations of child abuse. According to affidavits, they repeatedly abused a six-year-old boy and coerced or rewarded other children in their household to participate in the abuse, leading to the child's tragic drowning in a bathtub. On April 22nd this year, authorities responded to a call at their residence on Sunburst Road in Winter Haven, where the scene Morse claimed that the victim had been sent for a bath as a punishment for soiling himself. After a delay of at least 20 minutes, Trey Seymour discovered the locked bathroom door. Upon entering, they found the six-year-old child unresponsive in the water, prompting a 911 call. The child did not regain consciousness and was pronounced dead in the hospital on April 24th. During the investigation, it was revealed that the bathroom lacked electricity and windows, while the children's bedrooms also lacked electricity 
and had doors that locked from the outside. Unsuitable living conditions were noted, including soiled clothing and feces on bedroom walls. A dog cage in the garage was found, which had been used to, quote, punish the victim. Medical records indicated prior physical abuse scars and witnesses disclosed that the children in the household were rewarded for participating in the victim's mistreatment. On August 31st, they were indicted by a Polk County grand jury for first-degree murder, aggravated child abuse by aggravated battery, aggravated manslaughter of a child, tampering in a felony life capital proceeding, child abuse, and causing a minor to become delinquent, dependent, or needy. Your local events this Friday cheer on your hardy Wildcats as they travel to Point Siena and take on the Eagles in a non-district away game. Kickoff is at 7 p.m. and we'll have live coverage of this game on 1310 a.m., 102.1 FM, and online at 1021theoutlaw.com. We're almost out of summer, so come make some fall crafts at the Hardy County Public Library this Saturday starting at 9 a.m. You get to design a fall wreath, beaded corn, fall trees, or a washi tape pumpkin. For more information, call 863-773-6438. The second annual Eddie Davis Memorial Bulls Bronx and Barrels is also this Saturday at the Hardy County Cattlemen's Arena. Gates open at 5 p.m. and the show begins at 7. Admission is $15 at the gate and kids 8 and under get in for free. And lastly, the best way to fight the Monday morning blues is with food. And the Bowling Green Food Truck Park kicks off at 7 a.m. on September 11th at 133 East Main Street in Bowling Green. Featuring family fun, oversized outdoor games, picnic tables, and scheduled live entertainment. For a full calendar of events, you can head to our quick link, hardymidday.com slash food truck. All one word, once again, hardymidday.com slash food truck, F-O-O-D-T-R-U-C-K. Your jobs here in Hardy County, Hardy Fresh is hiring a grower's aide, knowledge of greenhouses and agriculture production, a flexible schedule, and reliable transportation are required. Cruise Bank and Trust is hiring a cards and payments specialist, a high school diploma or GED, one year of banking experience, and knowledge of data processing and bookkeeping are required. And Central Florida Healthcare is hiring a dental assistant. Qualifications include graduation from a dental assistant program an expanded duty dental assistance certificate, and a dental radiographer certificate. All of these jobs and more at Indeed.com. The Hardy County Sheriff's Office, the Wachula and Bowling Green Police Departments, and law enforcement agencies nationwide remind you to do the 9 p.m. routine. Remember to check every door and window in your home at 9 p.m. tonight and ensure that it is securely closed and locked to help protect against burglary. Remember to do the same with your vehicles, removing any valuable something inside by doing the 9 p.m. routine each and every night. You make your home a safer home. Remember, lock it or lose it. Be sure to send your job openings, news, or events to Hardy Midday. Hardy, M-I-D-D-A-Y at gmail.com, or you can message us on our Facebook page. Please remember to include any event brochures, pamphlets, or flyers with your message. They'll greatly assist us, and we'll read them on the air for you. Coming up, your local weather report and forecast, plus your agriculture, business, and sports news. Hardy Midday will return in just a moment. First National Bank of Wachula offers mobile banking. Download our mobile banking app and have instant access to your accounts. Check your balance and activity whenever you need to. Manage and pay your bills from almost anywhere. Check out mobile banking from First National Bank of Wachula. 
It's quick, easy, and secure. PartyMidday.com is your internet destination for area news, upcoming events, and so much more. Our new site combines the stories and events you'll hear on Hardy Midday, plus national happenings. Get an instant look at your weekly weather, plus live radar. Listen to past Hardy Midday shows, and you can even send us your events using our friendly message form. Write it down or make it a bookmark. www.hardymidday.com That's www.hardymidday.com Welcome back to Hardy Midday here on Rural Country 102.1 The Outlaw. It's time now for your weather report and forecast. 86 degrees out, feels like 97. Partly sunny skies with a 5% chance of rain. Your shade temperature is 91 degrees. Winds west-southwest at 6 miles an hour with gusts up to 7. Your maximum UV index is 8 very high. Your humidity extremely humid at 66%. The dew point 73 degrees, 45% cloud cover, 10 miles of visibility, and your cloud ceiling is 20,000 feet. Your Hardy County forecast with the cities of Washington, Bowling Green, and Zolfo Springs last updated 10.32 a.m. Eastern Daylight Time. This afternoon, sunny with a slight chance of showers and storms. Highs in the mid-90s, west winds 5 to 10 miles an hour. Chance of rain 20%. Tonight, partly cloudy with a slight chance of showers and storms in the evening, then clear after midnight. Lows in the lower 70s, west winds 5 to 10 miles an hour. Chance of rain 20%. Friday, sunny, a chance of showers and storms in the afternoon. Highs in the mid-90s, west winds 5 to 10 miles an hour, chance of rain 40%. And Friday night, partly cloudy with a chance of showers and storms in the evening, then mostly clear with a slight chance of showers and storms overnight. Lows in the lower 70s, north winds 5 to 10 miles an hour, becoming southeast after midnight, chance of rain 40%. That's your hearty midday weather report and forecast. You're all caught up now, so let's go to your agriculture news. From the Ag Information Network, I'm Bob Larson with your Agribusiness Update. A new avocado developed by the University of California Avocado Breeding Program is about to hit the world market. The Luna UCR avocado will complement the widely known Haas avocado. According to UC researchers, the Luna variety grows on a tree about half the size while producing approximately the same yield per acre as the Haas. The original Lunas were planted in Camarillo and advanced trials were conducted in Tulare, Orange, San Diego and Ventura counties. Downsizing in the U.S. and Canada cattle herds continued through the first half of 2023. All cattle and calves in the U.S. and Canada combined to total 108 million head on July 1st, down 3% from the 111 million head on July 1st of last year. All cattle and calves in the U.S. alone totaled 95.9 million head, also down 3%. Ag Secretary Tom Vilsack says USDA is awarding $266 million in loans and grants to agricultural producers and rural small businesses. The funds will be for making investments in renewable energy and energy-efficient improvements that will lower energy costs, generate new income, and strengthen the resilience of their operations. Vilsack says creating opportunity for rural communities means investing in farmers, ranchers, and small businesses. You've probably been told that to reach a millennial farmer, you have to go digital. Hmm. Facebook, Vimeo, YouTube, Instagram, Pinterest, LinkedIn, an online publication, or maybe a podcast. Hmm. But which one? Oh, and how receptive is this age group to your sales pitch during non-work social time? Maybe... The best place to reach a farmer with a farming solution message is when they are, well, quite frankly, farming. 
You know, it's easy for us to find them during the day as most farmers are behind the wheel of a pickup truck or farm equipment with the radio on listening to this station featuring the Ag Information Network news. If you'd like to deliver information about your terrific product or service, give us a call and we'll connect you directly with our community of loyal farmer listeners. Reach real farmers right here, right now, as they listen to what is important to their farm operation. They trust us, they'll trust you. From the Ag Information Network, I'm Bob Larson with today's Agribusiness Update. Listen up, farmers and neighbors. SNS Irrigation and Farmer Supply can take care of all your irrigation needs, from house pumps to turbine service and backhoe service and more. Whatever your irrigation needs, including PVC pipes for pump and repair services, call owner and manager Randall Smith, 863-773-6255. Also on call if needed. That's SNS Irrigation and Farmer Supply, located at 127 North George Burris Avenue in Wachula. Open Monday through Friday, 7 a.m. to 5 p.m. An exception in beef demand. With your Southeast Regional Ag News, I am Haley Ship. This is the Ag Information Network. The United States is the exception to the current rule when it comes to beef demand, and I'm not sure if that's a good or a bad thing. A, the United States consumer is hungry for beef. B, other than in the U.S., beef markets around the world are seeing softer consumer demand. That synopsis is coming from a Rabobank Quarter 3 Global Beef Quarterly Report, which says that cattle prices are split into two groups, those in North America and Europe, and those in the rest of the world. Declining supplies and strong consumer demand in the U.S. are driving cattle prices higher, and lower domestic beef supply has also held up prices in Canada and in Europe. It's the opposite in most other regions, where increased supply and lower demand are making prices softer. Rabobank says U.S. cattle prices have increased almost 30% over the last 12 months, while Australian cattle prices have dropped by more than 30%. They're calling it the largest spread they've seen in the past decade. In a number of regions, particularly in Asia, beef purchases made in anticipation of COVID recovery haven't been consumed yet, leaving supply chains full. You've probably been told that to reach a millennial farmer, you have to go digital. Hmm. Facebook, Vimeo, YouTube, Instagram, Pinterest, LinkedIn, an online publication, or maybe a podcast. Hmm. But which one? Oh, and how receptive is this age group to your sales pitch during non-work social time? Maybe the best place to reach a farmer with a farming solution message is when they are, well, quite frankly, farming. You know, it's easy for us to find them during the day as most farmers are behind the wheel of a pickup truck or farm equipment with the radio on listening to this station featuring the Ag Information Network news. If you'd like to deliver information about your terrific product or service, give us a call and we'll connect you directly with our community of loyal farmer listeners. Reach real farmers right here, right now as they listen to what is important to their farm operation. They trust us. They'll trust you. This has been your Southeast Regional Ag Report on the Ag Information Network. I'm Haley Shipp. For more ag news, visit aginfo.net. And now for your business news, the stock market report and your sports news. With the Wall Street Business Report, I'm John Scott. Stocks fell on Wall Street, continuing a wake stretch in this holiday-shortened week. The S&P fell 7 tenths percent. 
Declines in several big technology stocks, including Apple, weighed on the market. Treasury yields rose following data showing the U.S. services sector remained strong. Roku rose after saying it would cut 10% of its staff. The company also raised its forecast for quarterly revenue. GameStop and Dave & Buster's released their latest results after the bell. The Dow was down 198 points to finish at 34,443. The Nasdaq lost 148 to 13,872. The S&P 500 dropped 31 points to 44.65. New York oil rose 85 cents to $87.54 a barrel. For the Wall Street Business Report, I'm John Scott. With SRN Sports, I'm Jeremy House. Major League Baseball and the National League, Seiya Suzuki and Christopher Morrell hit home runs as the Chicago Cubs rallied past the San Francisco Giants. Scoring six runs in the seventh inning, the Cubs rallied for an 11-8 victory over the Giants. The big blow in that seventh frame, a three-run homer from Christopher Morrell. Seiya Suzuki had four hits and three RBIs. Jan Gomes had three hits, and Nico Horner had two. You know, I think the feeling was, you know, if we get, get our different parts of the game all synced up, we're going to be in a really good spot, and it gotten to a point now where I feel like we have a better sense of our roles and our kind of our identity as a team, and we're in a good place. With the victory, the Cubs remain two and a half games behind Milwaukee in the NL Central while solidifying their hold on a wild card spot. David Schuster, Chicago. Other National League winners were Miami, Milwaukee, the New York Mets, St. Louis, San Diego, and Colorado. One interleague game saw Cincinnati edge Seattle 7-6. to This is SRN Sports. Turning to the American League, winners included Minnesota, the New York Yankees, Kansas City, Houston, Tampa Bay, Toronto, and Baltimore. In tennis, Ben Sheldon has reached his first major semifinal by beating Francis Tiafo in four sets at the U.S. Open. It was the first Grand Slam quarterfinal between two African-American men in the professional era. 20-year-old Sheldon will face 23-time Grand Slam champion Novak Djokovic on Friday for a berth in the final. In college football, number 21 Duke and 22nd-ranked Colorado have jumped into the Associated Press's top 25 college football poll after scoring the biggest upsets of the opening weekend of the season. Number four, Florida State also climbed into the top five with a victory over LSU, which dropped from fifth to number 14. This is SRN Sports. And that concludes our time with Hardy Midday today, brought to you by the speed, smiles, and service you'll always find at Hardy County's hometown bank since 1960, First National Bank of Wachula at 406 North 6th Avenue, right here in Wachula, and always online at fnbwachula.com. Your quote for today, women should not have children after 35. Seriously, 35 children are more than enough. Tune in tomorrow for the latest in Hardy County news and information. I've been Glenn, and we will see you then. Until then, have a great and safe and cool rest of your day, folks. For a recording of today's show, send an email with the date of the show requested to hardymidday at gmail.com. Hardy Midday shows may not be sold or redistributed without the express written consent of WAUC Radio and Hardy Broadcasting. The news and event information presented in this show has been verified to the best of our ability. Please contact us if any errors are found. This has been Hardy Midday, a production of Hardy Broadcasting, LLC.